takeover. The break's over, nigga. God MC, me, J Hope. The takeover, this the hater makeover. If you got clicks with Slim, I suggest you stay sober. Takeover, yeah, the break's over. I'm the god of freestyle, bitch. I'm from the globe. Welcome to episode 34 of the Takeover Podcast Show titled DJ Young Sam Houston's Hardest Working DJ. DJ Young Sam is the official DJ for Slim Thug, CEO of Break Them Boys Off Entertainment, director, producer, and songwriter. While we was in Houston, we got a chance to catch up with DJ Young Sam to find out how he met Slim Thug, his upcoming movie, the Connect Podcast, and many other things that DJ Young Sam was involved in. So sit back and enjoy episode 34 of the Takeover Podcast show titled DJ Young Sam, Houston's Hardest Working DJ. What's up, what's up? Welcome to the Takeover Podcast Show. It's your boy, Superstar P. And... Your boy, Chef. I'm GPC. And, man, we got a special guest. Go ahead, special guest. Let them know who you are. DJ Young Sam. Break them boys out, boss life. Already, already, man. What's been good with you? Man, shit, just working. Trying to stay busy. That's about <laughs> it, shit. A lot going on. Movies, videos, shit. New projects coming out. Yeah. Staying on the road with Slim. Shit. About it. All right, man. We appreciate you coming through, bro. I really appreciate you having me. Man, shoot, man. Sometimes it's hard to line up guests. You know? Yeah, I know. They look, they look at your followers like, nah, man. We ain't man, fucking with nah. them. But I don't be on no Hollywood shit. Already, <laughs> <laughs> man. Appreciate that, man. Cause you know we always follow the boss life movement and all that, man. Yeah. Y'all boys be doing a lot of good stuff. Yeah, appreciate. So it. we appreciate y'all, man, taking the time to affiliate with us. Yeah, but man, uh, what's going on with the movie? Man. Right now, I'm just in talks with the movie theater or whatever. We going back and forth in emails, so I got a meeting with them on uh, Monday to, to actually show it on the screen to see how everything going to play out. And uh, we pretty much, I was looking to do it on the, uh, the 27th of this month, but if we don't do the 27th, I'm going to probably do the first week of the next month or whatever. Okay, August. so what's the name of the movie? And then, you know, kind of what's it about? It's called Live, Love, Laugh. It's basically about um, my partner or whatever, that damn month here um he a comedian, so it's kind of like based on his story, but it's not. So it's basically about a, uh, a comedian coming up in the game, and he um, he in a relationship where he meet her parents, and they um, they pretty much want him to be kind of like up, they they up there or whatever, and they want him to be more serious or whatever. So she tried to get him to meet up pa- his parents, or, I mean her parents, and they end up getting into it and stuff like that. So at the end, he end up like blowing up or whatever, and then she end up um, taking him back and. Pretty much like a little love story slash comedy romance. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a bet. That's a bet. Yeah. So uh, what, what's going on with your artists on Break Them Boys Off Entertainment? What, what y'all mm-hmm. got going? Right now, Tierra is who we focusing on right now. She got a uh, new single, Tell Me Out. And uh, we were, we on working on her new album or whatever. It's pretty much done. We just trying to get this movie out first, and then she coming after that. Then we got Team Stacks Keezy. He got a uh, new record he doing with, with a new crew we working with called OSC, One Solid Empire. They got a new record called Back Then. And that's yeah. pretty much like on fire in the clubs in Houston right now. And uh, I got my other artist, King Rashi. He pretty much been on, on chill mode lately, but yeah, we still working. 
other than that, we just focusing on like the movie right now. We ain't been dropping too much music besides T. Airman. That's it. Then I've been doing a little production here and there. I just did some new music with um, Propane. Me and him just got in the studio and knocked out some records. So yeah, that's pretty much it right now on the music blast. No doubt, no doubt. So uh, how'd you get into DJing? What got you started in that? Mm, DJing, it really started for me. I was uh, I was rapping at first and then I eventually was trying to uh, get my mixtapes like mixed by the DJs and shit. I ain't had a bread to do it. so. I pretty much just took matters into my own hands and figured out how to do it and learned. And then I came up under uh, a DJ uh, named DJ Chill. Mm -hmm. And pretty much I just rolled with him around or whatever, you know, how uh, up and coming DJs usually do, packing nigga crates and helping yeah. to bring his shit up in there, <laughs> just paying my dues or whatever. And he pretty much was just showing me the game on scratching and mixing and all that type of shit. And I just took it from there and started DJing. And basically, the DJing started taking out more than the rap, so then I was like, shit, I ain't worried about rapping no more. So that's how it came up. How, how do you feel like, how do you balance, you know, your day-to-day -day from DJing to movies to, you know, doing other things for people to on the road? Yeah. Man, I just know that schedule got to be Man, heavy. I ain't going to lie. I don't even, I can't balance it because I can never turn something out. Like, I try to do flyers on a Monday. That's, like, be my only day I want to do flyers, but... People just call me so random or whatever, so it, I be getting pulled all kinds of different ways. So I can't balance it. Only way I probably balance it is once I stop stop doing certain things or whatever, cut certain things off, so I can focus more on other stuff. But, it's working though. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep it moving. I mean, see, that's what keep the bills paid. So I got to do everything right now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So man, I know you in the DJ game. So how did you end up running into Slim? Uh. I met Slim through Killer Kaleon. Um, back when I was rapping, I had a, uh, I had another artist a long time ago named Kanika, and she pretty much um, ended up linking up with Killer Kaleon because he wanted to get her on the verse or whatever. So Killer heard about me making beats and, and recording and shit. So I started working closely with Killer Kaleon, and we got a studio together. And then later he ended up um, bringing me to Boss Out where I met uh, Slim Brother. Rayface, so pretty much Rayface took a liking to me or whatever, so I um end up being over there more often or whatever, and then Slim would come in every now and then, but we really didn't wasn't just clicking like that yet, cause right. he didn't really just know me like that, so I was pretty much just working in the studio with everybody else, but not him, and then like in uh like in '09, no, I think like 2012 something like that, he asked me to um come do the um Big Crit tour with him, and from there on, I, that was like my first time ever DJing on the road and being the MC and all that type of shit, so it was like a learning experience for me. So after that, we just pretty much got tight or whatever, and it was. I ended up DJing for him um, like I am now. Already, already. Yeah. So what, what's it like working with him? I mean, he I mean, seems cool, shit. like listening to the podcast. He seems laid back. Working with him, I mean, it's, it's cool or whatever. The nigga, he like the, um, like, you know, he an on-time person. He real professional or whatever. Like, when it's time to work, he going to work like... Right, he ain't gonna, he ain't no artist that's gonna get in there and bullshit. Like he like to, he like to get shit done. Like we say we wanna uh, do a podcast, he like let's figure it out right now. You wanna do this? Let's do it right now. Like we don't never do no waiting. Like that's that's our main thing with the boss. Like like we call audibles. Like anytime something go go uh, going on, we'll say we just wanna pop up and shoot a video. We just do it. Like ain't no never no set plan. That's how these projects be dropping. Like when you see Slim saying he dropping the CD on on this certain day and it don't drop to like seven o'clock at night. Like mm -hmm. we just be knocking shit out. So over there, you just gotta be quick on your toes. Whatever, if you ain't on quick on your toes, you probably wouldn't work out over there. 
how did the whole podcast like who came up with the idea? Like how did that come up? Yeah, it was Slim idea. Basically, that nigga was um we was um a new we was on a New York run. We was basically doing our late podcast and he was like, Man, we need to do our own podcast, ain't nobody doing it in Houston. And I ended up going on a um partner named Drankenstein um podcast and did an interview. And I just hit him up or whatever, asked him how could we uh, set it up and we ended up setting it up one night and there it was. So yeah, it was pretty much slim idea. Forty-six episodes later, man. So, so I mean, I know when y'all start doing the podcast, how do y'all even come up with like some of the stuff y'all talk about? Man, that was just the thing. Slim was like, he just wanted to be a real nigga podcast. We didn't really want to get on there and be talking about music or gossiping or right, We right. just want to just touch on real subjects, and it just came out like that. And then I guess with like the different personalities or whatever, you know, Slim is the more <laughs> bold. Uh, guy, and then you got Rico, the funny guy, and then you know you got me. I'm more on the on the DJ side and whatever, so it works out. And then now we got OG Shy who came home yeah. or whatever, so we got Shy the OG. They giving us uh, OG game or whatever. So, yeah. speaking of OG, OG, you've been quiet over there, man. Oh, I'm just sitting here trying to get the thoughts. What do you think um, the Houston sound is is going, or how important is it to the hip hop culture? Mm. Really, I I don't know, man. It's 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 all over the place. Like with these uh with the younger artists or whatever, they um they got their own little sound or whatever. But it's still every now and then you hear them tap back into the uh the old sound. Like I don't think the old sound will never die. The whole swingers and screwed up samples, like it'll never get old or whatever. But the sound or whatever, I like I like everything they doing as far as the youngsters, Sauce Walker, Propane, Kirko. I like everything everybody doing. So yeah. I mean, I know people know you're a DJ. I mean, how much traffic do you get hit up by, like, hey, man, listen to this. Here, post this on Instagram. Uh, post this video. I, I used to get it a whole lot when I was uh, first, like, DJing at, at uh, this club called Motions. When I was DJing, like, five nights a week, I was getting it a lot. But now, they, they hit me up or whatever pretty much. I don't, I, don't, I don't have to deal with it that much like that. Like, my, my emails don't be going crazy like that no more. Most of the time, they're going to pretty much pull up to the club and try to get you a place on before they uh, like email it to you. So, yeah. So what, what advice can you give artists that, like, want to get their songs played in the club? I mean, as far uh, as, you know, presenting it and, you know, just. I mean, they really need, they got to come to the club early. And if it is a good song, when I play the song, make sure you got, like, 10 to 20 people that are turning up to your song or whatever. So basically when everybody else is looking around and I'm playing this unknown song, they, they'll, they'll pretty much look at your friends or whatever that's, that's um, rocking with you and be like, oh, okay, what's that song? Because a lot of time they'll come in there one deep or whatever, I play this song and then the whole club looking at me like, what the hell are he playing? So I say bring your whole little support system with you. Already. So well, what's on your playlist, man? Who, what artists do you listen to the most? Mm. Man, right now I'm listening to between Zero and uh, the Jay Z album. I jam, uh, I jam a lot of Houston shit. I jam Stunner Bam a lot, Propane. I jam all Slim shit. Right. Uh, that's about it, man. I don't, the regulars, you know, Drake, <laughs> shit like that. But I jam a lot of Houston shit too. That's mainly my artists or whatever. OSC. Uh, who else? Yeah, pretty much Houston people a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, well, what kind of advice do you give anybody that's, you know, not just in the DJ game, but in the entertainment business that's trying to come up, you know, and 
you know, and trying to <coughs> get their feet wet, you know, trying to get into the entertainment business. What kind of, what kind of advice could you give somebody that's trying to do something like that? Oh, man. Shit. You pretty much got to outwork people nowadays. You got to be the first one to get to it and just constantly be working or whatever and uh, do good business. That's the main thing. Uh, don't burn no bridges with nobody. You never know who you're going to run back into or whatever. You never know who you're going to need or if they're going to need you or whatever. So, yeah, I say just do good business. Keep you a clientele. Yeah. But any it, it, it funny tour stories? Yeah, I'm saying ain't nothing I can really tell. <laughs> <laughs> if she is classified. Nah, man, ain't no funny no funny. What? No, I'm gonna tell you one. Just recently, we went on the um, the Bone Thugs and Harmony tour, and basically, I, I had my backpack. My backpack had my jewelry, had my my wallet, everything. I kept it home on my back. This was one second. I leave and go uh, grab some water or something. Then we end up going to the room and I leave my bag downstairs. So these niggas take my bag and I come down looking. I'm like, I, I holler at the uh, people at the front desk. I'm like, did you see a black backpack? She's like, no, I didn't see it. Well, you sure you left it? I'm like, yeah, I'm looking all around. It's right before the show. And I got, I, I had two laptops with me. So one was in the room and I'm, I'm uh, calling Slim. I'm like, man, y'all see my backpack? Nah, man, we ain't seen it, we ain't seen it. So I'm going up and down. So then Rico called me like, hey, um. They said they see a black bag on the um, on a high ass floor. I forgot what floor he says. So I go way up there. I said, man, nah, I don't see it. I don't see it. So then um, I come down or whatever. That nigga Slim was like, man, man, you just dumb, man. How you lose your shit? You just dumb. So you lost my video. I'm like, yeah, man, video gone, everything. So oh, I'm damn. like, man, fuck it. I'm finna um, have to just put the show on my other laptop. So I'm sitting down there. They letting me put the show together. All kinds of shit, man. I um. It was like, what, what, 30 minutes before the show, they ended up coming down with the backpack or whatever. I was like, damn, that's a lesson learned. I ain't never let my backpack on my site. <laughs> but, man, they had me going crazy, man. I'm like, damn. I'm like, I told them, I said, man, I ain't going to lie. I got a lot of shit now. They're going to have to go back to the house and go, go get a job or something because I got to pay all these niggas back for these videos. <laughs> <laughs> shit, yeah, that was funny as fuck. <laughs> so what, what's on the podcast that you listen to? Uh, the other podcast? Yeah. Um, I listen to Drink Champs. Uh, I checked out Joe Button. And then I used to check out Lil Duval's, but I don't think he, he be going to be doing his no more. But lately, I ain't. I checked out Charles, too. Oh, that was the T.A.M. interview, but right. I, ain't, I ain't really been listening to podcasts lately. Right. I've be, I be, I been on that, um, that everyday struggle with Joe Button. Like, when I be doing my work or whatever, that's pretty much what I be watching. Him and academics. Yeah, yeah. Like right now, I think that's like the hottest show right now. Yeah, sir. I think what's so cool about y'all podcast, because you can tell it's not scripted. It just seems like y'all just in there having the ball, and y'all just happen to be recording it. Man, we be in there much. Sometimes we try to be prepared and have some, um, some what's the names, look, um, titles or whatever, like what we going to do. This nigga Slimmer just start that motherfucker. Hey, fuck the title, let's start. <laughs> <laughs> and we be in that motherfucker rambling like a mug, man. I'm like, damn. But shit, yeah, we just be putting that shit together. Cause going off each other. Cause I saw Rico, he made a post one time, I think it's something about it. y'all was going to try to organize it or whatever. Yeah, we, I was like, man, we don't try do that, to. man. I was like, man, don't do that. Man, we be trying to. Like, we even went with the little sponsors we had or whatever. Like, we be trying to have our shit scripted or whatever, but it just don't work out. So we just dug it out how we want to. And shit, people be loving it. 
because the way Rico do the sponsors, that, that's even funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably down. the most scripted part right there, just him doing the sponsors. We know we're going to run them sponsors like that through him. But, right, right. Yeah. We uh, eventually, we feel to uh, get ready to try to, like, build us a set or whatever as far as our little um, videos to try to give it a more better look other than us just sitting at the computer like we do. So, yeah, that's the next step for us. Oh, okay. Man, man. I know you guys like really big and giving back to the community. How did that get started? That's pretty much more so with Slim them doing or whatever. Like that's that's something that had been going on before me. Whatever I do on, on some giving back, I pretty much do it with, with my with my label, my break them boys off people, whatever. But, right. But what Slim them was doing, it was basically they had some um some um I forgot what they called. It was called niggas who care. That was basically like something they was doing under the um doing under the radar. Like they wasn't filming it or nothing. They was just basically going to uh to Garden City projects and they was doing turkeys or whatever around Thanksgiving and then they was giving out toys around there or whatever. And they was just doing it under the radar and then people just got word of what they was doing, ninety seven nine and basically they just came in and started giving it more publicity and it started getting bigger and bigger. So that's pretty much what they did. And then as far as like with me and my um crew or whatever, my label, we'd be like uh, teaming up with like Vibe Sports Lounge or whatever, and we'll probably do like a toy drive or something like that, or when I do my comedy shows with Monty, we'll do like a toy drive like that or whatever, and we just go hand them out or whatever to uh, different little apartment complexes. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. That's pretty Man, how hard it is to manage like all these different artists? It, it's Man, gotta be almost like... I ain't gonna lie. It's, 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 yeah, it's what it is. It's yeah. like having a um another a grown-up kid. <laughs> That's basically what it is, cause man, you gotta deal with with feelings and emotions, and make sure you giving everybody the same type of uh, uh, what's the name treatment or whatever. Like, it's it's hard. Like right now, I'm cool with the artists that I got because we more so like family. So like, right, I get a lot of dudes hit me up like, can you manage me and all that? Like, I ain't doing no more adding artists, <laughs> cause yeah. it's a headache or whatever. And I hate when I got like so many people depending on me and I can't. Um, come through for everybody, so I'm like, nah, I don't do. Uh, I ain't trying to do no more management. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna stick with the artists that I got. Now you said you was listening to the um, the Jay Z 444 album. What, what, yeah. What's your opinion on it, man? What? I mean, it's it's jamming, man. He on there ruffling some feathers though, but it's jamming. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with it. Yeah, he, he said a lot of stuff, like you said, ruffle some feathers. Yeah. I mean that. The people whose feathers he ruffled are the guilty people, you know. Yeah, what I'm yeah. So, and then it was perfect timing for it because he touched on all the recent shit. So you know he ain't give you no no old um, music. You know it's recent. Well, so yeah, I think that's dope that he came out. Cause I ain't I ain't gonna lie, I ain't think we was getting no more on um, Jay Z music. I had quit checking for it really. Yeah. You know, since that last one, I yeah. thought that. How was long it, ago so. was it? Like some Magna yeah. Carta about twenty thirteen. Yes, yes. Yeah. Long like 2013. time. I mean, you get a couple projects, but not an actual album coming out. Mm-hmm. What about that? Uh, what about Row album? Man, Roe album so jammy. Only thing about Roe album, you know, he be on that depression and that shit. Yeah, so, you ain't getting no party. <laughs> yeah, you be on that depression and shit. So man, it's it's jamming. Though. I jam the hell out of Roe, whatever. But sometimes when I don't just want to be hearing that type of negativity, I throw the um, Jay Z back on. But I've been back and forth on the works. Like, shoot, I ain't like, I, I tried to listen to some uh, some of the new age shit after I listened to Jay Z. I couldn't even listen to. It. I had to go back to the Jay Z. Change your perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I think giving a lot of people, you know, just the bigger picture of yeah. things, you know. You know, when you talking about the money in the air, you know, just trying to, you know, actually 
putting money back into the hood and that get doing yeah. it the right way. I just think he's just trying to, you know, like, hey, we ain't got to do all the shit that we doing. We can do it the right way and yeah. at the same time. And it's crazy. What, what he's saying, niggas been saying it, but it's just right. about who's saying it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's all it is. is. That's all it is. Mm, they they blowing it up like he's just basically going at everybody and making you not man. People been saying it. It's just yeah. They man, respect the word. I made a post on Facebook and said that man. People killing me. It's out. This I say ain't this. I'm just saying that he wasn't the first one to make an album like that. Cause Killer he got one and Slim American yeah, 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 King Killer. he got yeah. one. So like you said, I guess it depends on who's saying it yeah, versus exactly. the message. Yeah. You know. Matter of fact, yeah, Slim said a lot of that on American. Yeah, Day. he did. Yeah, that's crazy. A lot of people be tweeting that though, cause uh, that nigga Slim do be ahead of the game a lot of times when he be saying shit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the did. Amber Rose shit, he actually said. That. He did. He did. And I mean, when she first did it, he said, like, yeah. "I told you." <laughs> yeah, and that nigga yeah. said, he say, "Watch Amber Rose, somebody, or Rihanna, <laughs> or something like that." And it, it, there it is. Yeah, that's man, he did say that. So, man, you can feel free to ask us questions. You know, this ain't the standard podcast. I mean, shit. We're not to questions off our shit. So, um, the movie, you said that's going to drop at the end of June. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not, I mean, July. Yeah, yeah. August. Yeah, well, in the theater. Time. Well, just theaters in Houston. We're just going to do probably a uh, premiere at the River Oaks uh, movie theater. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. We got to come back and check that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a definitely once I once I uh, get everything uh, squared away, like you gonna start seeing crazy promo on it. Like, like I got the promo just sitting uh, waiting, the movie just sitting and waiting, so I can go ahead and start shooting it out. So yeah, it's going So how different? Like, what like making a movie? Like, I'm trying to figure out like how do you even start the process? Man, thinking about making this a movie, movie here has been hell. Like, it's it's been the most hardest task I ever did. Cause basically how I started it, I started writing it in my goddamn um, phone. I started writing it in my phone, and then eventually, once I wrote out like all the storylines, whatever, I brought in two of my partners or whatever to basically help me out with the dialogue. Mm-hmm. So we basically would have meetings like every Sunday where we just sit there and we write, we write. And then after that, I ended up um, doing like a casting call, and like we had a whole bunch of people showed up to, um, to um, basically be in it. So then, here comes the shooting process. Like the shooting days, like we we would shoot like probably um, like we'll take one whole day and shoot. So we'll probably shoot from like seven in the morning all the way to like four four a.m. or whatever. And basically after that comes the process of uh, the editing. Like the editing I did, it wasn't it wasn't uh, it didn't take too long to edit it, but it was basically the, the voiceovers because we had to do uh, ADR. So basically. Everybody that acted in the movie had to get them to come back to the studio and basically had to mouth every um, word they said or whatever. So that right there was a super long process of trying to get all the actors back in or whatever. Some people moved out of town, so we had to do that. And then when it comes to the um, the sound effects, like everything you hear in that mug, it's like we put all that in there, like from somebody walking across the floor, all kinds of shit. So that right there was the hardest part is me doing the audio. But see, now I know, me knowing what I know now, or whatever, it's all about the microphone. I, I got to get like a better microphone for my next one or whatever. So it was a learning experience because I've been working on this movie for like five years or whatever. So now it's finally just done, Wayne. I, I don't even got to touch it no more. So. Yeah, I know they got 
be a good feeling though to be towards the end to see man, yeah. everything you know pay off man. but I'm pretty sure I, I'm looking forward to it I know it's going to be dope yeah, yeah man we're going to need some special passes <laughs> yeah I got a uh, new movie right now that I started writing for Slim like we, we had a um, meeting like on the um, Bone Thugs tour or whatever and he uh -huh. was telling me his idea or whatever so now I'm trying to put that in play because that's going to be my next movie Okay. Yeah. That'll work. I mean, that'll work. So when um going back to the connect, so how how y'all figure out who y'all gonna have on there? Y'all just randomly like this Man. just call up such and such and it, such and such. We really don't be um really doing no guests really or whatever. But um sometime, man, we we be interviewing a random pig. It could be somebody that just came through there to bring some weed or something and he happened to be a guest. Like, <laughs> oh, so he can fuck around and be one of our uncles or something. He just got an old story or something of uh, him growing up or whatever. So it'll, it'll, it'll be random. Yeah. And plus, we, we be uh, doing it at Slim House, so you know we don't want everybody coming right, right. to this crib yeah, or whatever. So we only just pretty much get people that we pretty much know or whatever. Heck but yeah. I think uh, once we probably uh, switch switch it up or whatever and start uh, shooting probably at the office or something, then we're going to probably uh, start getting more people. Yeah, that would work. I think that's um, one of our hardest things is to get different guests, especially the, the, high, the higher names. Yeah. Because we just haven't got that name yet. It, it's yeah. coming. It's coming. Yeah, but uh, sure. but it, it, it gets challenging, but we just know we just got to stick with it and ride it out. How long y'all been doing it? Man, we've been doing it since October. Yeah, what episode y'all on? But we on episode 34? 35. 34, yeah. 35. So, man, at the beginning, it, it was just hard to push through. Like, man, damn, ain't nobody listening. Man. You know what I'm saying? You know, and we, we weren't even thinking like that. Like, we really was just, just doing them. I know we wasn't even getting that many listens. Like, I, don't, I still don't look at the views or the listens. Oh, yeah. well, we just be going or whatever people be telling like man y'all got a lot of people listening well so now I know it's popping now oh yeah it is yeah. Yeah, it's popping now it but is. at the beginning we wasn't really getting there it was like we was down there talking to ourselves right <laughs> you just gotta keep going though yeah but when people do come back and listen to them they already got episodes already archived that you can go back and you know listen to yeah. them I think I picked it up I picked it like episode 18 yeah, 19 yeah you know, back and listen to you yeah. know, some of the older stuff you know it was, it was still yeah. good material. I think the way y'all have it set up is, is dope because when I'm listening to it, I just feel like I'm in a room. Y'all, like, could we just have a combo? So I just feel like I'm just a fly on the wall in the room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. You know, ain't all form and whatnot, you know. Because mm -hmm. honestly, I just want to hear, you know, somebody talk about some real shit, you know. Just yeah. shit going through the day. Just how, you know, what artists do, the DJs do. Like, I feel like that's, that got a good product going, mm -hmm. you know. I know ESG was getting on your ass when you came yeah. out on NBA Young Boy having two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, this man. nigga here. I'm telling you, I'm like, man, the nigga just basically got a hard life, like whatever. This nigga here just went little. I said, okay, Mr. Comedian. This hey, nigga he ain't let it go either. Yeah, this nigga here. Man, that's one yeah. thing about them comedians, man. I, I sit around this nigga Monty all day and all he do is joke. Like, my nigga, chill out. Like, <laughs> them <laughs> niggas joke all day. Like, it's... You gotta watch yourself. You can't. You can't slip up on nothing. Oh man, <laughs> yeah man. So do, do you ever go back and listen to all those episodes, and or you just uh, kind of just mix it, put yeah. it out, and, and go I, to the yeah, next Yeah, I just project. mix it, put it out, or whatever. Like the ones that I uh, that I don't be on, that I don't make it to, or whatever. I listen to those, but uh, nah, I don't, I don't never go back and listen to nothing that I was on, or whatever. I think I might have went back and listened to a few of ours. I do about the same thing you do, cause we all. For us, it's kind of hard because like y'all can go to one spot. He in Fort Worth, 
he in Shreveport, I'm in San Antonio. Yeah. At the time, we're going to do something, either he do some local people or, you know, yeah. we get on Skype. But you don't get that same feel. Like, you know, we all with each other. But if I ain't on the show, then I'll go back and listen to the show that I ain't on. But yeah. the stuff that I was on, like, I don't really go back and listen to it. I was yeah. there. I yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's how it be. Yeah, well, I saw y'all had a hell of a pool party. Who was that? For the 4th of July? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, I, I, I hate I had to leave. Man, I had to leave to go do it. I had left and went to go do a day party, but I ended up coming back later on at night, and they were still partying. <laughs> you hate you had to leave. I hate we wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, and that was, that was one of those those randoms. Slim Kyle, hey, I'm having a pool party. <laughs> and there it was, and everybody showed up. Boy, man, appreciate you coming through for the, for the interview, man. Man, for sure. You know, time, um, so, you know, you can do your shout-outs. And- man, shout-out to connectmusic.com. Shout-out bdboent.com. Shout-out to my whole crew with up Break Them Boys Off Entertainment, Boss Life, man. And there it is. Yeah, OGPC. Another successful interview. Yes, sir. Your boy, Chef. Already. Man, listen to us on Slaughterhouse Radio every Friday from 5.30 to 6.30. Um, Shout out to the Ian Gleason Show. Put you on game, my brothers in Dallas. Um, Let's see, Supernatural Barbershop down there out the north gate in Shreveport across from Barksdale Air Force Base. Sunrise Ice, where they be selling snow cones from 8 o'clock to 12 every Saturday down there in Shreveport, Louisiana. Who else I forget? You know, I'm always forgetting somebody. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but if we, if we got you, shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. You know who you are. Other than that, for myself, DJ Sam, the chef, OGPC, take over. We out of here.